Welcome to Thinking Reimagined. Thinking Reimagined is a unique platform for thoughts provoking intergenerational dialogue in a diverse and inclusive setting with a focus on impactful change in the global workplace and community. Our stakeholders' conversations aim to spark thought, leadership, curiosity, engagement, collaboration, and learning amongst individuals, teams, and beyond. Enjoy, Enjoy this episode. episode and subscribe to Thinking Reimagined on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and other outlets. So, Lou, I like the fact that you, you, you are interested in building relationships. And just before this podcast started, Dr. Jama was sharing with us how you guys met, that you were talking to a fine young lady who challenged you to speak with Dr. Jama. How did he go with that lady, Tolu? Oh, like, so I, I approached the lady because she was stood by herself and I'd met her, just said hello. Um, and after discussing with her and learning what she did, because it was a networking event, so I wanted to get her card um, and move on to other people, but just not to leave her standing by herself anymore. I brought up the idea of challenging each other to go speak to someone else. Um, so I, I, it went well because it was, it was more of a casual chat. Um, that was the intention and to gladly she challenged me to go speak to Dr. Rama and um, yeah, we built a relationship from there. So you didn't end up asking her for a date, ba? <laughs> no, I have a girlfriend, so um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Don't mind me. Um, so we're talking about <laughs> the nuances of dating in 2022. And I would just like Dr. Rama to begin, you know, I was teasing her the other day that I wanted a bridge between the older and the younger generation. Dr. Rama, I don't know when you started dating, but I learned that long before now, there wasn't much about dating. It was just about recommendation. I mean, your father comes and tells you, this is the guy I think you should marry. How do you think things have changed in this regard over the years? Only for me, I don't know that my father came to me and said, this is the person I should marry. I think I did that on my own. I don't recall my father trying that or even insinuating that or anyone in my family. Um, I mean, I've, I, I dated years ago, decades ago, to be honest, decades ago. But I can tell you that I've seen the change. Um, when I was young and, and dating, we certainly didn't have apps. What apps? Mm. Um, we didn't have apps. We didn't have algorithms. We weren't taking photos and posting them on on network, we didn't even have phones, let's be honest. Um, I remember when landlines came into use and were more generally available and uh, not to even speak of mobile phones. So the whole process of dating has changed and I've come to learn that young people are even conscious of how they're dating in the digital age. Um, during Zoom, I know a few people who were um, having Zoom dates where they will meet and have a chat and whilst having a drink, and then they'll eventually, won't you? They will eventually meet and be shocked at the person that they've been communicating for weeks on end, and that will be the end of it. So things have changed drastically. And um, what can I say? I'm going to leave it up to the younger generation to share a bit before I continue on some of the things that I have noticed about dating in 2022. Well, I shall get back to you to find out if you think that 
with the advent of so much technology, the post-COVID reality, that uh, conveying affection is better with, with technology than it was when, for instance, you mentioned there were no phones and things like that. You could not take pictures. Uh, perhaps we'll delve into that in the short while. But let me talk to Chilean. What's up, Chilean? Let's talk about um, online dating. Because I've tried your hands on that now a couple of times, right? Yeah. Like the time, have you met someone in real life that didn't look like what it looked like while on maybe a WhatsApp call or the profile picture? Um, actually, a couple of them. Wow. A couple of them because um, I think um, conversation online is very different from physical conversation. Um, so I'm someone who likes good conversation. I don't like boring conversation. I like when um, you bring out a point and the person is able to follow up. Um, I am not so concerned about looks in most cases, but I am concerned about character. So I would just give an instance with one time I met someone on Facebook and we went out on a date. Eventually that was December 2020. So we went out on a date and yes, he ordered, he wanted to eat food. I didn't want to eat food. I just wanted food. If you know me very well, you know that I hardly eat. So I ordered food and he was upset. His reaction was very different from what I had seen online. And I tried to calm him down. It turned out um, very messy. And um, in the course of everything, I apologized for ordering fruits. I had to order food to please him. And then um, we kept talking and I found out a lot of nasty things I didn't see online. I had been chatting with him for over six months before we eventually decided to meet. So I could tell that six months was a long time to know someone. So if it was physical, it would have been different. Um, probably within one month, I would have known that, oh, this is a no-no. So yes, online dating, very different from the physical dating. Are you saying there's really no way you can know a person if you were to be dating them online? Not um, like you can't know them, but there are there's a 70% chance that they are not going to be true to you. There is a 30% chance that they can just uh, try to once in a while show who they really are for them. If, and if the conversation keeps going on for a very long time, things seem to fade. Yeah, I get you. So let me guess, it didn't turn out well between you and the guy. No, that was the last I saw him. I made up my mind I wasn't going back there. Uh, what I ordered versus what I... What I got, exactly. Who wants to exactly. talk about international romance? Because that's the, that's the big deal now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about it... Uh, I'm not talking about Yahoo romance. I'm talking about international romance. You know, you meet someone online. You're in Nigeria, the person is in the UK or the US, and you are actually dating, you know, but you are not together in the same physical space. Personally, I don't think it works. Um, I, I don't think I can date someone that is not like um, a few meters away from me. 
but who has a different idea? I, hope all I can, I can speak chat. briefly, but yeah, I think I Dr. Amma wanted to say something. Dr. Amma, do you want to go ahead? I can speak. No, you three. go ahead. No, please go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, so unlike Chilean, I haven't instigated, I haven't instigated a relationship online. Most times I, I'm typically more, more likely to get into a relationship with somebody who is just, you know, maybe in the same university as I am or um, same group of friends, same church, um, those sorts of things. But however, I have been in a relationship and then had to move to a different city. So this then answers your questions of the question of international dating because <clears throat> I used to go out with somebody, I used to be in a relationship with somebody who um, we met in the UK and we're in the UK together. But then after about a month, I had to move back to Lagos, Nigeria. Um, and what happened was that we had to be very intentional about um, doing things together, like catching up. It, it was just like very so core regiment as to things we had to do to ensure that we didn't so draw apart. But to be very honest with you, what I find after a time has elapsed is that you kind of run out of things to talk about. Um, yeah. And not because you're not interested in each other, but because you're not facing the same realities, you're not in the same circles, um, the spontaneous things don't happen. You always have to sort of like report as opposed to co co enjoy maybe moments together and just reporting the moments that I had, your reporting moments that you had to me. We're not in moments together. And so going through spontaneous things together, um, it takes away the, the non-verbal part of relationship because there's i mean and everyone knows that there's love languages as well um spending time quality time is one of those long love, love languages sometimes even touch being able to hug somebody or say hello or just like being the other person's presence when you're having a difficult time um but it, it's it's impressive because we, we we went for over a year together and i don't think that in many um, or in, in times before, it would have been that possible because, um, as Dr. Ahmad said, there were no phones and all of the technology we have today, um, they didn't have it then. So even if you had a relationship with somebody who was abroad in those days, you were just hoping for the best, hoping for the best. You weren't really um, so up to speed as, as to whether they were still in the relationship with you or whether you were just holding yourself. Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that we were able to communicate, um, but even yet even still with that in my case it, it, it didn't pan out um the way we wanted it to in some other cases I, i've seen people go on to still get married go and still be together but in my case it didn't end up like that okay thanks Nifemi. so look, are you saying Doctor, that technology wasn't enough to bridge the distance gap i'm saying that technology definitely is great for communication but it doesn't solve all the problems and it doesn't fill in all the gaps that relationships need to thrive um i feel like whether you were born a million years ago or today, the fundamentals of relationship in terms of time spent together, moments experienced, um, nonverbal cues, need to, you know, just soft, soft issues that um, you have to be present together to enjoy or to experience. Those things don't, don't just go out of the window because we suddenly have technology and we can, the only thing technology allows is for you to communicate live they could still communicate in the past, but it would take some time. What happens is that you're able to get a response almost immediately today and you're able to visualize and see where they are. 
but it doesn't it doesn't bring in all of the physical elements of being with somebody mm. you know i was going to say something um because two or three things came to mind um one of them was the use of the word intentionality because when you get into a relationship in a relationship you have to be intentional in communicating and being together um so many marriages, so many relationships right now are distant. I mean, that is the truth. We live in a global digital world where people are working and living in other parts of the world than their significant others. And they're able to do it because they intentionally carve out time to communicate digitally or um, verbally, however you wish to describe it. So the internet and the um, technology has certainly made that possible um, as opposed to when I started dating decades ago, decades, really, truly, um, you had to write letters and hope that the letters will be received. And then when the letters are received, there will be a response that comes back to you. So um, it's not about distance. It's about the quality and the intentionality of, the, of dating. I did want to say to Chilean and, and to all those who are online at this moment, if you're on a date with a person and they're upset because you're, you're not ordering what they intend for you to order, it is a good sign that it is an unhealthy situation. You should be able to flag. order wood. It's a red flag, absolutely. You should be able to order fruit if that's what you desire, if what you desire. Or you should be able to order food if that's what you desire. But to do something to please another person is an absolute red flag. It's time to walk away. And I'm glad that Chilean, over the course of the evening, even though she didn't need to apologize for not liking something, um, you know, for not ordering food, was able to see that in due course. Um, there is something that I've noticed a lot about in talking to my children who are in their 30s that. Um, this whole thing about the techniques of dating have changed and the concern for you know, date rape and date drugs and all of these things have become quite prominent. So I just wanted to throw it out there because um, the dating scene has changed and people are a lot more open to meeting in places and doing things as a group, but they also need to be very cautious about people slipping drugs into their drinks during dates. Um, and, and that is most troubling. Absolutely, absolutely. I also think that, uh, that there are many places where the advantages and disadvantages of the new dating um, type uh, lapse. For instance, you talked about writing letters. I can't remember the last time someone wrote me a letter um, on WhatsApp these days, people just use emoticons. Do you think it's deeper at that time than it is now? Well, that's, in, that's very interesting because I want to embrace technology. So all of these new ways of communicating um, do work uh, and they're still expressive, but it's not the same thing as hearing a voice or being in, 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 in space and time with that person at, at that moment in time. But it certainly helps um, when you can FaceTime, when you can Zoom, when you can WhatsApp. Isn't that what we all did during the pandemic with the lockdown? We were doing that. We were communicating with our loved ones in such a manner. 
and um, you know marriages have continued relationships have continued some have stopped some have started but um, I don't know that it, it devalues it in any way I think it's just we have new ways of expressing ourselves of sending short videos or short messages you couldn't do that before my goodness I, I mean I, I can't even imagine in the 70s any other way of community of communicating that wasn't about letter writing or giving somebody a letter to deliver for you or that sort of thing. It has changed. It has changed in 50 years. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely, it has. I haven't heard from you, Mervina. I'd like you to talk about matchmaking. Um, Dr. Ama did mention that she wasn't privileged to have a father who dictated to her what to do. But um, we've had stories like that from many years ago where not necessarily being dictated to, but the way it was, the norm in the culture at the time was such that someone is referred you know, to you and someone is recommended. I think it's also happening again with the many dating apps, a situation where you're matched with people who, um, um, you know, based on your preference, you get all those kind of um, matching, matchmaking taking place online these days. Is this something you've tried out before, Novina? What's your experience in that regard? I've never, I've never tried any of those matching <laughs> for the dating matching. I have no, I have no. So I don't really know how it works or what they are doing there. So I don't know. Like Tolu, you are more of the physical element. You want to see what you're into, right? Mm -hmm. No, not, not like, <laughs> I think, I think uh, regardless of whatever we all say, I think um, attraction plays a major key, but you can't stop at attraction. You have to go deeper. Um, yeah. I think as humans, you'll always be attracted or not attracted to people, but it doesn't stop at that. You, if you, if you base um, decisions on attraction, then you're in trouble already. But does he play a part? I think it certainly does. It does. I think it certainly does, yeah. I agree to you, it does. And technology has played a huge role in helping us to remain connected. Like we're seeing Dr. Amanel, you know, live in Paris. And some of us are in Nigeria. That's amazing. Uh, some years ago, that's practically, that would have been practically impossible. But then it means, therefore, that with technology, you can bring some, you know, quality connection into your relationship. Well, I agree with you that it doesn't necessarily replace um, the need to be together in a single space. But Melvina, what are your thoughts in this regard? I like to, I like to hear your, your thinking as regards um, the dating as we have it post-pandemic post and in 2022. Well, what everybody's saying is correct. Everybody's right in their own way. But then my own opinion for online dating is actually a good place to meet different persons, especially people who are far from you. Like um, you could meet somebody in Abuja, Lagos, you could meet someone outside the country. So it's actually a good place to meet people. But then um, persons are getting married from meeting online then they can set up a meeting, meet up each other. And when they see that they're actually compatible with each other, they go ahead and get married. People are going into relationship, although it works, although it doesn't work. But then I think apps 
Facebook, WhatsApp. It is it's a good place to meet persons and communicate. But um, with the way things are going, um, like Dr. Amma said, the dating and drugs, dating and rapes, we girls, ladies like us, especially in this time, we actually get into the wrong hands. Yes, because I wouldn't say it's desperate, it's desperate, but we actually want to fit in. I will use myself as, a, as an example. There was a time when I was like, I, I don't have, a, I didn't have a boyfriend, and actually nobody was coming to me, and. I wanted, I, I, I think I wanted to just feel among my friends. My friends were having boyfriends and they were actually, you know, I wanted something. I wanted someone. So there was this time I, I, I gave into this baby than Hello Sweeties online. And it, it actually won. It almost got me into the wrong hands. Yes. Where the person started inviting me to Lagos and, you know, but when I, I, I just took a pause and, I just, I just said, no, that's not me. So I don't have to do it. But there are some girls that would actually do it. And then they get into the wrong hands. See that they use them for ritualities. They use them for rape. They use them for so many things that are not, that I can't even mention online. So that's it. You're saying that it's important that we pay attention to caution when we do these things. You know, Nifemi, I wanted to bring up two things. One. I, I wanted to restate or reframe your statement about I, I wasn't privileged to have a father who would dictate who I would um, marry. Um, I think I was privileged to have a father or to have parents who had open minds and different mindsets and who themselves married the people that or the person that they selected and they felt a connection with. So they did not impose their views on whom I should marry or any of us should marry. And that is a privilege to have parents who recognize that um, that commitment, that connection is an individual thing. So I'm grateful that I had those kinds of parents and that my family allows people to marry those or to be in relationship with those of interest which is why we have a very diverse family. If you were to see a family photo, you see that we're all married to different people with children of different hues. And um, the diversity and inclusion is very important to us as a family. Um, I did want to bring up very quickly that um, many of the dating apps that are out there right now have actually been headed by women, the CEOs of many of these apps, whether it's Bumble or Tinder or any of them. And one of the things that they're working on is making it more accessible to women because they find or the research has shown that more men are open to putting their photos up and actually going out there and connecting with people. And um, women are less reluctant for reasons that have been mentioned, whether it's the sense of insecurity or the safety or, or you know, how are we going to meet this person and what are they, their, um, their intentions. But um, I do know people who have used dating apps and have been incredibly successful and in, in well-intentioned marriages. But I, I think it's an individual thing. And it's also a matter of the culture because more people on this side of the world use it. I mean, even in South Africa, they do use dating apps a little bit more than 
they do in Nigeria. I don't even know if there's one in Nigeria. Is there? Somebody might know. Um, so, you know, the world of dating has changed um, drastically uh, from what I know. And, I, and I, I stand here just sort of watching people network. But at the end of the day, dating is networking. It's just a slight um, difference in terms of the intention of the dating. Absolutely. This is the Thinking Reimagined podcast, sponsored by Allied Empowerment. Allied Empowerment Consultancy offers leadership and innovation through bespoke human development solutions, brain-based leadership, and coaching. Allied Empowerment empowers business leaders, teams, and individuals to intentionally accentuate desired outcomes built on trust, curiosity, psychological safety, engagement, and communication. Allied Empowerment, thriving in a sustainable and valued manner. I like to think, however, Dr. Amma, that uh, nothing really has changed much over the years. I think we've just had different ways to do to do things differently. I think at the root of everything is a recommendation. So I used to work on radio many years ago before, you know, before all these dating apps became as popular. And we used to have some great shows where people will call in and, you know, <laughs> and, and m- mention their names, uh, you know, their age, their preference and the opposite sex. And then we would arrange where they would meet. I mean, there was this matchmaking business that had become very, very big as, as long as a decade or two ago, unlike now where you can just subscribe to an app and make things happen yourself. Um, on the contrary, um, perhaps I can just bring in Chilean here. Um, you look at the fact that, oh, technology is great, and then it brings us together. It, 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 it's even sometimes just spices the romance in a relationship. But there's a flip side to it, a situation where you're with someone in a physical space, but both of you have a mobile device and you're literally connecting with someone else. Uh, You're chatting with someone else. I mean, so there are a lot of marriages now where people are even more connected to people who are thousands of miles away from them because they are chatting, they are doing video calls. They, they, They seem to connect more to people outside the legitimate relationships. It's what leads to what we call cheating and many of the dramas that we see online. Um, but what do you think is responsible for that, Julian? Do you think it's a mismanagement of the device or perhaps um, we, we just need to, perhaps we just need more than two in the 22, in the 2022 mode of dating? Okay, thank you so much. I would, I would like to say that um, what I think is responsible for this is um, selfishness or um, the fact that people just um, are not satisfied. Okay, so um, before going into a relationship, you know why you're going into a relationship, you know what you want, you know, and then you found someone who at the very beginning said, oh, this person has everything that I want in this relationship. And then all of a sudden you're looking out for somebody else to um, 
would I say compare? So I don't, I don't really know if I'm going to say um, you're not satisfied with the one you found, so you want to check another, and then you, you find out that before you know it, you're connecting to four or five persons. Um, for instance, um, on Acro introduction, I figured out that you could con connect connect to as many persons as possible and at some point I was just asking myself what are you really doing here just shut this thing down and stop um, all of this madness because it wasn't making sense like to me I, I felt like okay so um, there is no um, reason why people do this apart from selfishness you know so if I found someone for instance I'm not married yet so I'm still dating and um I don't know if it is the same with the guy, but when I met someone, he's not based in Nigeria, and I just felt like, okay, so um, I'm done. Like for now, I don't want to uh, be on any of the apps anymore. I don't. I just stopped communicating with all of the people who were reaching out to me except for business because I told myself that okay so now you're dating this is your relationship um, you have to protect it you have to focus on it you have to build it but then because of selfishness some persons tend to okay so I'm with this person he's probably paying my bills let me be with this person who is um, satisfying me here I remember um, a conversation I had with someone in a vehicle that was on Friday, I was heading to Benin. And so um, we're alone in the car and he asked if I was in a relationship and I said, yes. Um, I don't know, I think I was um, too, so much in a hurry to have answered him. And um, he said, uh, I would have just liked um, to start a relationship with you. And I'm like, oh, sorry, wrong timing. So he said, but you know the person you're dating won't be aware of this. And I'm like, okay, so um, should I cheat on him because he's not in Nigeria? And he said, even if you like connect with as many persons as possible, he wouldn't find out. So I was like, don't you think it's selfish? And he told me it's not selfish, it's what everyone is doing. So you two could try it. I'm like, wow. And I know I'm an African lady. As an African lady, there's this mindset that I am not um, supposed to just be everywhere, you know. So um, aside selfishness, I don't think there is any genuine reason why people are um, double dating. It makes sense if you're connecting with people on the basis of business, when you're in a relationship or on the basis of probably other things not but there are people there's another way to look at this there are people who wouldn't you know be upfront to ask you to start cheating on your partner because everyone does it there are people who are smarter than that who are way more subtle i mean you know started doing things before you recognize or realize what it is you're doing. But let me bring Todo in very quickly to this conversation. They say it is easier now to cheat with technology. I mean, all you need to do is wipe the messages. Uh, okay, I'm told Melvina's hand is up. Melvina, you want to chip in something quickly? Please go ahead. I wanted to ask you what um, Cillian said. I wanted to ask you what she said. Um, what some of the causes of cheating too, it, um, until, let me, let me use this as, a, as an example. I want the things I want in a guy, or the things the lady or the or the guy wants in a lady are hundred percent. And then he has been searching for so long, 
and then he sees a lady with 80% of what he wants, or she sees a guy with 80% of what he wants, and then he decides or she decides to settle with um, the person. And then maybe three months into relationship, or four months into, or five months into relationship, he sees somebody who has 90% of it, of what he was looking for, said, ah, this girl is better. I like this girl better. I like this guy better. And then you say, some of these things are one. You see somebody who is better than the person you're with in terms of what you're looking for in the person. There's a person who are not just disciplined. They, they, they have this, this consciousness that they can do with two, three. They can do five. They can do as much as they want at any time. So indiscipline too is. But if me as a disciplined lady, I say, okay, I'm going for this person, I want this person. If it's this person I'm going for, my discipline, my self-consciousness, my, my body would want me to be with this person and not just any other person. So that's just what I would say. Absolutely. Okay. So we're talking about cheating now. You agree with me that not every guy will be like the guy Chilean met. Will be up yeah. front to say you meet someone, you guys click, you guys are animated when you have conversations. Even when you are married, yeah. it doesn't mean that you don't Can like someone care? else or you don't meet any other person. Uh, and then technology comes in because you have exchanged numbers. You can chat and WhatsApp into the night. Yeah. Uh, but is it is it is it technology that is the problem here, or is it just indiscipline as um um Melvina? Melvina, no, I think um I was definitely going to touch upon what Melvina said. Um, indiscipline, I think, is the culprit because um and Dr. Ama can maybe chip in. I I expect that decades ago and even the same now, you can find ways to cheat. Um, you can always devise ways to 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 cheat and, um, you know, so go into infidelity even when you're committed to somebody or appear to be committed to somebody. I can't hear um, anybody. So are we still together? Just hold on, Tolu. Malvina, we're here. We can hear you. Tolu, please go ahead. No. Um, so yeah, no. I think I think what Malvina said is definitely like spot on. Um, indiscipline is definitely something that uh, a lot of people have to work on. I think what happens now is that because um, the alternatives are so accessible, um, there's even a lot more work that has to go into self-control and self-discipline. Um, the alternatives are just a DM <laughs> away or a Tinder swipe away or an Instagram page away or a Facebook chat away. Um, and you can see the pictures of these people. You can maybe see their achievements and how much more they have more than the person you currently are with, um, then that obviously, again, if you're indisciplined, that obviously so put, pulls or puts you into a dilemma and you're, you're starting to rock back and forth as to whether you're, you've made the right decision. Um, I think before committing to anyone, that's why it takes a lot of thought um, and the initial period of discussing and talking, you've got to know what you want and you've got to stick with it because yeah. grass is always greener on the other side, it seems. Mm. We're speaking from a lot of experience. <laughs> Summer, <laughs> it appears it will take more yes, time to to... now than, than for. Okay, please go ahead. There, there are many things that have been raised in this discussion thus far. I mean, you're talking about indiscipline, but if you live in a society where such is not, don't be accountable. And you're going to live in a world where indiscipline reigns, um, whether it's in dating, in marriages, and um, in relationships as a whole. 
and I think everybody knows what I'm referring to, the fact that um, the infidelity when um, people are dating and it carries on into marriage, people know about it. They just go along with it because they think that is what it's supposed to be. It's not what it's supposed to be. I encourage young women, and I think anywhere else in the world, you'll notice that more women are taking control of their relationships, their dating status, and selecting and being, um, uh, what's the word, intentional and accountable for whom they, they decide to be in relation with. And it is important that young ladies pay attention to whom they're connecting with and make sure that the people that they are connecting with value, see their value and value them as um, equal partners. Um, this, the, you know, dating is not about being submissive or being one of the chosen. You don't need to be chosen. You can choose who you want to have a partner with. That's what dating is about. So there's none of this waiting around for someone to select you. What is a selection process? I mean, you're not a food item on a shelf that somebody is choosing from. And that is why it's important for women to have more control over their life. You know, they're, they're matchmakers. In some countries, they have matchmakers who would sit with people and figure out what it is that they're looking for and then connect them um, just to ease the, the, the awkwardness of the introduction stage and all of that. But at the end of the day, it's two people coming together um, to, to see where there is a connection and to engage in a relationship that is mutually beneficial mm. and, and brings them lost joy and, and happiness. That's what really dating is about, really. It's networking on a different scale. Absolutely, it is. I agree with you, Dr. Anna. It's been a fantastic conversation. I'd like to just drop this one and get each person's comment. Um, so recently there was this trending item on social media about a female actor who, um, who happened, I think, um, her relationship with some guy got broken and it was very messy online. And it's more or less like a trend now when you see people wash their dirty linen out. I just like to get your reaction to how much of your loved one you you love to showcase online. Dr. Ama, I doubt if she she's online personally as Dr. Ama. I mean, you hardly can tell who Dr. Ama is. <laughs> uh, uh, beyond beyond the abundance, I'm thinking reimagined. <laughs> and for me, every time you raise this question, I say the same thing. My private life is private and it will remain that way. I don't feel the need to showcase my private life because um, it is separate from my work life. But you can tell a lot about me by just looking at how I um, live my life and how I present myself. Uh, in my personal life, I understand that some people who do, but part of doing that is the flip side that people know too much, people will comment. There's a backlash um, in terms of how you begin to feel about yourself and the comments. You don't need people to comment on your relationship. It's private and it's between yeah. you and the other individual. But if you expose yourself, then you have to live with the, the backlash and the consequences. That's you know, in yeah. people feel you know, that, that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. But who else thinks that Akama is just being old school? Who else? 
Tolu, do you think Dr. Ama is just being old school? I think Dr. Ama is definitely like uh, much in tune with what's going on these days. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've had a conversation with her for, I think, close to half an hour and I actually really enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but this, no, 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 no. You're just trying to be diplomatic. That's diplomatic. What I'm saying, I mean, you would say that. What I'm is wrong honest. in sharing a picture of you and your babe on Instagram? I mean, um, Dr. Tama would never do that. That's what I'm saying. So the thing is, it, it depends on preference, right? I, I believe that, sorry, pardon me. I'm in the office, so it depends, it depends on preference because I wouldn't do that. Um, I just don't enjoy other people in my business, not because I'm not proud of my girlfriend or because I'm, um, I'm worried about whatever. I just wouldn't do that because um, the reason why I post on Instagram and the rest is for business and things of that nature. I don't particularly put my personal life out there. Um, but I, I don't see anything wrong in it, if that's another question we want to ask you. Um, so I don't think it's old school. I think it's just preference, yeah. All right, so let's hear Chilean and Melvina out because I know that there are ladies who will fight you if you don't show them online. I mean, if they are mine, I mean, they're like, ah, uh-uh, how can we be dating and you have never, sh- you have never shared a picture of me online or use me as a profile picture, you know? <laughs> okay, so um, thank you so much. I used to think before now um, that if a guy is serious with me, he should post my picture online. And that way I would know that he doesn't have, that was before though, that he doesn't have as many ladies as possible in his life until 2020 beginning when I dated someone, he was in the north. And then, um, he, in fact, there is no birthday he wouldn't celebrate. And then, um, fortunately and unfortunately, the real person in his life <laughs> was my birthday mate. So he will post the both of us. <laughs> oh God, he will post the both of us and, and say beautiful things about us. So now when their wedding was coming really close in 2020, um, he didn't know how to post. The, uh, to make the post so that the woman or the lady wouldn't be offended, I, I was broken, honestly, because um, the other side of it was that he posted her as the queen of his heart, as the blah, blah, so many things. And then I figured out that, oh, so I was just, um, I was just there. So that's made it clear to me that posting me on your social media platform doesn't mean I'm the one. So I've learned my lesson, yes. And I think it exposes you to a lot of things because a lot of persons will have opinions. We are in a society where people are very opinionated, people talk. And so if you expose your relationship, um, a lot of persons will have one or two things to say. And before you know it, they either say things that make you feel like, you you're not enough or you're not doing enough for your man or your man is not doing enough for you people have things to say so it's best to take your relationship completely away from social media in fact um social media is good for business it's good for connecting on every level but not good for relationship that's what i think and that's what i i feel like now so i don't um, want to expose my relationship on social media what people don't know they can't destroy Thank you. Who else said that? What people don't know, they can't destroy. And it has a punchline, you know. And I think it's powerful. I mean, I was just kidding earlier. I mean, what Dr. Ava said is fantastic because think about it. 
putting all your private life online is like shouting, you know, private conversation at the top of the roof. Bedroom talks are bedroom talks. You necessarily don't have to, you don't need a loudspeaker so everyone can hear. So I understand what you're saying. Let's hear Melvina's point of view and we'll wrap. I, I, I for one, I wouldn't want to be out there on your social media page because me, myself, I will not post you. I will not post you. So if you don't post me, I will not post you. That, okay, the truth is that there's a friend of mine. She, like in two years, she dated three different guys and those three different guys were on her social media Every day she's, every outing she's posting, every lunch, every dinner she's posting of them. And then when the heartbreak comes, she's out there crying on social media and the rest. So it, it, in two years, she's dating three guys, three different guys. So it's, it's actually best to keep it to yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You should just be your friends who probably when he comes visiting or when you go visiting, his friends and your friend that knows. Well, coming online, posting your love of your life, and then tomorrow you're, you're, you're heartbroken and say, ah, I hate this person, or I don't hate this person. So it's just better you keep it to yourself. And when it's coming out official, probably engagement day, your marriage day, that doesn't mean you would not post the person on his, his or her birthday. You could just post and say things, but not really making it out loud that this is your boyfriend or this is your girlfriend or this is your fiance. Okay, when it comes to fiance, you can do that because for engagement, everybody will know that, oh, this person is coming for this person. So that's, it should be on that level. But for now, that is just on normal dating, boyfriend and girlfriend, keep it to yourself. I keep it to myself. Okay. looks like everyone on this podcast with me is not big on PDA, public display of affection. But it's all right. I, I take a few exceptions, but I'll let it lie. We have to go now. Dr. Amma. Nefemi, you've been asking everybody questions. So now it's your turn. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on public display on it on digital platforms about relationships yeah i do a bit of it i mean i show my wife i show my kids maybe not everything but i'm not i'm not that um strict as you are you know once in a while i just want to show you know i just because my family my wife has a YouTube. She's a YouTuber. I mean, so most of our family at times, there's a part of our family that is a work. You know, there was a time when she featured our daughter on one of our shows. So there's a bit of our family life online, but I can bet that you haven't seen all of it. <laughs> That's nice to know. That is nice to know. Oh, I have this wonderful dog that's literally running towards me as if it knows me, but it stopped. Um, well, I certainly understand that. And uh, I am going to continue to be private. Um, I, I, you know, I am out there in the public and I think there's enough information about me yeah. out there. And I, I want to keep it this way. And it works well for, for, for me and for my family. It's preferred. Absolutely. Yeah. I envy you, Dr. Emma. How do you envy me? I know. I wish. I wish. I wish I was as private as you are, but it's not just in me. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're all I different, comes, and that's what. I think it comes with a gene or something. I mean, it takes a level of discipline. It takes. It takes a, a whole dimension of discipline to be able to do that. I think there's a lot of um, what's the word? The need for privacy and the need to respect the the others in yeah. the in the situation yes you've got to respect Absolutely. their wishes 
Um, so I don't, I don't post photos and I don't post anything. It's all done privately. And maybe that's why it continues to thrive. All right, don't worry. I'll be taking more pictures with you now so I can be posting on your behalf. <laughs> You're always <laughs> welcome to take photos with me. And I am so glad that we've had this chance um, to have this podcast. And uh, it, it is just uh, truly a joy to be able to connect with all of you from Paris. And I hope Absolutely. that we can do it again sometime soon. Ensure you don't return from Paris empty-handed. Bring a souvenir. Yeah. <laughs> Come with some flowers and some and flowers. Also, make sure you take a picture with the Eiffel Tower. I certainly, I think I did yesterday. Have oh, a look beautiful. and live abundantly. I did a right. one-hour video and everyone can have a look at it. But thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. It's always good to talk about these um, issues because dating affects everyone. Um, the world has changed in terms of how dating occurs. The world has changed in terms of people determining and, and being determinants, sorry, determining who they wish to date and how they wish to date. And there's so many ways of connecting. And, uh, you know, we've got technology on our side these days. So I'm, I'm glad that things have changed in the last uh, 50 plus years. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. Amma. It's, it's, it's a pleasure seeing you and hearing from you. Tillian Ife Azu, it's always a pleasure having, having you. Thank you. Thank you. Melvina so Lisa, thank you so much for sharing. So Lou Nee joined us earlier. He had to dash out. I think he's welcome. We're looking forward to also meet, I mean, having yeah. subsequent episodes. I'm Nifemi Ugutoye. Thank you, everyone. See you again next time. This has been a Thinking Reimagined podcast. The executive producer is Dr. Amma. Co-producer Peter Amon Boyle. And it is moderated by Nifemi Okuntoye. The podcast is edited by Nelkan and supervised by Dun Sokwa. Thinking Reimagined emphasizes the importance of transformational conversations which have as their aim the bringing about of the rich diversity of thoughts and most importantly, powerful and applicable effective solutions and change. The views, opinions and contributions of the panelists are exclusively theirs and do not reflect the opinions of thinking reimagined producers or personnel. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening, listening and we, we hope you have enjoyed, enjoyed this episode. episode. We invite you to subscribe to Thinking Reimagined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and other outlets. We look forward to presenting another riveting episode next week. Thinking Reimagined podcast is produced by Live Abundantly. We welcome your thoughts and invite you to visit our website, livesabundantly.com. Or you can follow us on social media on Live Abundantly 8. Thinking, Thinking Remarging. Changing the mindset, the mindset for, for a better, better global, global society. society.